Hello, this is Noble Jules, CEO of the Wise Society Corporation, and I am listening to Inner Tea Talk with Milani Shani. Milani's mission is to help inspire and facilitate global empowerment using alternative technologies to clear old cellular memory and to illuminate the light of authentic living. Milani has dedicated her life to promoting well-being in the community and helping others to thrive and grow in every area of their lives. the show let it go let it go mm, that's one of my favorite songs from my cd reveal now you know that song is called stuff hello sippers and welcome to inner tea talk i am your host milani shani and i'm so delighted that you decided to join me today um it is a beautiful day here in the atl and our topic today is heal you three steps to activate your inner healer and we're going to jump right into our topic today because this is a juicy topic we are actually doing a class a webinar on this topic and i wanted to delve in a little bit about um what this class is going to be about and why heal you why are we uh, talking about healing and why do you want to heal so the class is called heal you 2020 and one of the things one of the objectives or discoveries that um our uh, participants will make in this class is to activate your inner healer so in my book um notes to self 52 in lesson 14 um, I say people are not my enemy. My patterns, pathology, and false belief systems are my enemy when left unhealed. So I thought that was a very powerful lesson that I could share with you all today because this lesson was clearly a challenge, challenging lesson for me to learn. Like learning that, you know, people doing things to me or my perception of what people were doing to me was not my enemy. You know, it was the belief systems that I had. It was the memories that I was hoarding. It was the pathology. It was all of the things that I believed that weren't true that were, and all of the trauma that was left unhealed in me that was really causing me so many issues and so many problems. And so I see that a lot in people in my work today. And I wanted to speak to that and to really talk about how do we heal ourselves? How do we tap into our natural ability um, and our natural self-healing? So the three steps that we're going to talk about today are um, to activate our inner healer, are choice, process and practice, and allow. So step one would be choice. Step two would be process and practice. Step two. Three would be allow. Okay, so here at Milani Shani Global Empowerment, we operate from the understanding that you can heal your own life. 
um, that you were born with every single thing that you need to heal and and live your life to the fullest. So here we operate from the understanding that it is your birthright to heal yourself. You have everything you need. Your body is a self-healing machine. It could heal itself. The only thing we have to find out is what does my body need to heal itself? And to remember that we have several bodies, not just one. And so we'll talk about that a little bit later. So sometimes we get so lost in the illusions of the world and forget who we are and we forget the powerful gift that we've been given by our source, the creator, and that's the gift of choice. And that's the first thing we want to talk about today is choice. Choice is so important. People always tell me when I say you have a choice and they're like, Milani, I really don't. But you do. You have a choice in every single solitary thing that happens in your life. Sometimes the choices you make may not give you exactly what it is you want, but you always have a choice. Because you may not want to accept the consequences of the choice you made doesn't mean you don't have a choice. Or because you don't want to accept the consequences of a choice that you are about to make or don't want to make, it doesn't mean that you don't have a choice. So we want to make sure that we're not holding ourselves hostage to the fact that we don't thinking or feeling like we don't have a choice because we always do. I read this quote the other day and it said, there's nothing more powerful than a changed mind. I was so intrigued by that because I know that to be true, but I was intrigued by the way um, the writer put it. And I don't remember who said it, but I think that it's so true. It's like when you can change your mind, change your choice, change your decision, you can change your entire life. So one of the steps to activating your inner healing is really being able to make, to know, first of all, how important it is to that you make the right choices for yourself. Those choices that are going to support you in whatever it is that you want to bring into fruition. I believe here that you are the creator of your reality or the co-creator of your reality. And so if you're going to create the reality that you want in your life, your choices are going to be key in that. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, why choices are so important. So you have several bodies. So you have the emotional, mental, physical, spiritual um, bodies. And so your choices are directly connected to your belief systems, which are directly connected to how you're, how balanced and in harmony all of your bodies are, right? And so your belief systems are going to be those things that you believe, the things that you've learned, um, things that you've been um, conditioned to believe, um, you know, these, all of your belief systems are going to play a huge part on how you move and what you choose and how your bodies move and how in harmony they are with each other. Because if you don't believe that you have a mental, emotional, physical, spiritual body, then you're not going to even think about whether they need to be in harmony or not. You may just wait until your body breaks down and then you're going to go and try to get it fixed, not really even knowing or 
or thinking about the fact that your emotional and mental bodies has everything to do with the physical breakdown. In natural science, we believe that, you know, your emotional and mental health has to break down before your body ever does. Like it's the reason everything that is going on inside of your body, we believe has an emotional and mental source. So say for instance, you're, um, you having, you're having uh, liver issues, like something's going on with your liver. We believe that that has directly to do with anger, the high blood pressures, boiling blood. That's also anger, stress, overwhelm. And so every emotional, um, emotional feeling or mental block or obstacle or stress that we have, it is going to affect us physically, our physical body. Okay, and so whatever we believe about it, about our physical body, about our mental body, about our emotional body, that's what reality that we're going to create. So the choices that we make are directly impacted by that, our belief system. And then that directly impacts our body systems, right? So you make choices, okay? And if they're not in alignment with who you are, and you know, then they impact your belief system, okay? Because if you make a choice um, of something that is not in alignment with you and it doesn't go well, okay? The first thing you're going to do is be like, that don't work. And the truth of the matter is it may work if you had done it in a different way. But because you made a choice to do something, it didn't work, you believe it doesn't work. And you may have skipped the step, not had all the information, needed more information. That could be several reasons why whatever you did didn't work. But according to your belief system, it's like, okay, that just didn't work. You will move on to try to find something else and do something else and spend a lot of time spending time on something totally different. And it may have just been one tweak that you needed to make in this particular process to get it fixed or to get it to work for you. But because of that belief system, the first time I did it didn't work. I'm going to move on to something else. Then, you know, you may have missed an opportunity here. So I want to show you how important choice is with the belief system. Okay. So when it comes to activating your inner healer, the choice is to believe that you can that your body is a self-healing machine and that you can activate an in, your inner healer and you can heal yourself and your body can heal itself if it has everything it needs. The same thing goes for if you only believe that a doctor or a hospital or prescription drugs can heal you then that's what you're going to do. Every time you're going to go to the doctor or something hurts or something ails you, you're going to go to the doctor every time. Even if you don't get healed, if your belief system says only the doctor can heal me, only prescription drugs can heal me, that's what you're going to do. That's where you're going to go every single time until you change your belief system. And once you're able to change your belief system, Change your mind, change your choice, change your life. 
So this is key when you're looking at activating your inner healer. Is really what am I what do I believe? And is what I believe true for me now? What you believe may have been true for you 10 years ago, but is it true for you now? So you got to take an assessment of all of your beliefs. And what you believe is like, is this belief system serving me now? And you can answer that question by looking at what we call around here, proof of life. I had a conversation uh, with a friend today and she was talking about, you know, she didn't want to work this job that she was on. And it was so funny because she was like, well, you know, I really don't want to work this job and I'm more gifted and talented than this job. And I'm like, yes, you are. But is there proof of life that you don't need to work the job? Is your bank account full? Do you have the means to take care of yourself, to pay your rent, to feed yourself? Because if not, there's no proof of life. Then the truth of the matter is you do need the job. Until you can get yourself to a point where you really want to be, you absolutely need the job. And so bring light and love to the job rather than shadows to the job until you can do something different, until you can put your gifts to work, then be grateful, have gratitude for this job. And this is where, you know, our belief systems and our minds play, play tricks on us. People call it the ego, you call it humanity, you could call it whatever you want to. The thing is, is just don't call it the truth because it's not. When your ego is talking to you and saying, you're better than this, you can't do it. And the truth is, you may be better than the job you're doing, but you, if you need it to take care of yourself... Do what you got to do until you can do what you want to do. Until you have positioned yourself to do what you want to do. And it's the same thing with healing. This is all a part of healing. This is the part of healing that we skip. This is why we're all we're so sick now. Like people in the hospital are taking, everybody's on prescription drugs. If it's not for physical, it's for mental and emotional. Because we skip this whole piece. We don't even think about what we believe influencing how we feel physically. And it absolutely does. And this is the piece that we can't miss this piece. This is the most important piece. This is the most important piece to the puzzle. And we're missing it. So we're staying sick. We're staying stagnant. We're staying mentally ill because we don't want to deal with our belief systems. We don't want to activate that inner healer. Because even if you're working with a doctor or working with prescription drugs, you still want to have your your inner healer activated because you want to know that if some doctor is giving you something, it's the right thing for you. You don't want to get something that's going to cause you all kinds of um, uh, side effects and, 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 and tear up something else in your body while it's trying to fix it. Fix one thing is tearing up something else. You always want to have that inner healer activated so you can know what's going on. And so making the choice to check in with your belief systems to make sure that they're on point for where you are now, where you are presently. Because 10 years ago, you may not even have known what you know now. 
So whatever you know now has to apply. Even if you're going through the same thing, I tell people all the time, if you're going through the same thing you went through 10 years ago, you have to have some new wisdom and knowledge in 10 years. If you don't, that's your challenge that you got to work with. But in 10 years, you should have learned more, have more knowledge, more wisdom. And so apply that to the situation. Even if it's the same situation, instead of saying, well, I'm so tired of going through the same old thing. It's like you're going through the same old thing because you're not applying your new wisdom. The new things that you've learned to make sure that you don't have to hit the repeat button on this. Okay, that's the most important thing. So that's choice. Okay, I don't want to ramble on about choice because we got other things to talk about. But that I just wanted to make that clear because it's so important that we know that our choices are are key when we're wanting to heal. Whether it's healing emotional trauma, it's healing your body. All of, we are one. We are not eight, ten different things. Our body is not. Our physical body is not separate from our emotional body is not separate from our mental body is not separate from our spiritual body. It's all one, one body, one mind, one spirit. We're all one. So we got to make sure that everybody is, is on tap and operating harmoniously and in balance. And so the choices that we make and the belief system that we have is a huge part of that. It's not the only part, but it's what we're talking about today. Okay, so let's go to the second step in activating your inner healer. The second step is going to be, I I used two words for this because the first word I came up with was practice. And I said, you know, it's more more, um, to it than just practicing. So we want to practice and we want to process. So the practice is, okay, so remember when we talked about you, you know more now than you knew 10 years ago, hopefully. So now you want to put into practice what you've learned. So in nowadays, you got YouTube University, you got Google University, you got everybody on the internet is telling you something that you can do to fix something that's going on. Trying to give you solutions for every single thing that's happening. Like you have so much of that now. It's just you've been inundated and overwhelmed with it. Okay. So you're reading books, you're watching TV, you're doing whatever you have to do to try to self improve. You're going to co- um, coaching, you're going to counseling, you're going to conferences, you're going to seminars, you're taking classes. So you're smarter than you've ever been. Okay. In your knowledge. But the key is, the key to healing is, are you practicing what you know, which is going to be the wisdom? Are you practicing what you know? That is going to be the most important part here. Because if you don't practice what you know, you're just a human filing cabinet. You're filing away the stuff that you learn. And maybe when somebody comes and asks your advice, you pull out your archives and say, oh, I learned this. Take this. Maybe it'll help you. And then when people run off and do what you said, you get mad at them because they're thriving and you're not. But you are the one who made the choice to be the human filing cabinet and not to practice what you know. So you have to practice what you're learning. 
If I'm saying to you, check your choices, do an assessment of your belief systems. You know, are you still operating out of an old belief system that is no longer true for you or that no longer works for you? If I'm saying that to you, then, hey, let's do it. Check in. If you're on this healing journey, if you want to activate the inner healer, some of you may just listen to that and be like, wow, that's good or that's deep or I don't like that or whatever your comment is. But if it's something that you resonate with, if you feel it, then the best thing to do is to start to practice it. Let me put this into practice. Let me write a list of what I believe and let me look at that list and see if these are some things that, you know, are no longer true for me. Right. And so that's what the practice is. Whatever you read in a book, whatever you people go through, like 10, 20 books in like a month and like two months. How how do you and and sometimes the book is not about self-help. I only read things about self-help. That's I don't read like other stuff. And so my thing is like, you know, how do you even integrate with things? People take class after class after class after class. How do you even integrate When you're taking a thousand classes and then you're saying it doesn't work. Everything works if you work it. If you work it, it works. So the practice is key. When you're wanting to activate your your inner healer, whatever you're learning, practice. For those of you who know about natural science, you know about the chakra centers in the body, which are energy centers in the body. One of my uh, things that I really love is to do chakra toning and meditation. And so you do chakra toning, use your voice to, to tone and balance out your energy in your body. I love that. It's my favorite thing. And there's a million videos on YouTube about chakra toning. Right. So when I go to the video, I make sure it resonates with me. I play it at first, make sure it feels good. And if it does, then I listen to it and I practice um, toning up my chakras, balancing out my energy. This is one of the ways I practice with my inner healer. I use the Ho'oponopono prayer. I think I talked about that early in my um, in my first episode uh, podcast. The Ho'oponopono prayer. I love that prayer and I practice it. These are the things that I've learned on how to activate my inner healer. And so I practice. And so whenever you are um, wanting to heal in any way, it could be emotional, mental, physical, spiritually, it doesn't matter. However you want to heal, whatever modality or um, vessel you use or conduit you want to use to get to whatever path you want to use to get to that healing, you want to make sure that you're in practice with that path. If it feels like it's in alignment for you, then use it to practice. It's so important. And the other side of that is process. So a lot of us don't even know our process. I didn't know my process. I just learned my process by which how I process things. For me, processing is about I need time. When I deal with something traumatic or uh, something upsetting um, or sad or whatever's going on, it's only time that's going to help. 
Like I could talk to other people and share with other people and get support. And so and listen to what they're saying. And then I have to take out time to allow myself to heal, to process, to tap into what my truth is, what's real for me. It takes time for me. When I was younger, I was about probably, um, I think I was like in the seventh grade. Um, I think that's 12. And so I, I was labeled as dumb. And so I talk about this a lot in my book, but I was labeled as dumb. And so I always thought I was dumb. But when I got older and I started getting jobs and, and working, people always loved my work and they always called me intelligent. And I was like, well, what, what happened to the dumb? How, how did I get smarter? I didn't do anything different, you know. But the thing was, is that I wasn't dumb. It just took time. It's like what people call slow <laughs> I was a slow learner, but the other side of that, that I realized about my process is I was a slow learner. So it took me a minute to get it. And and one of the reasons that I learned the reason why it took me a a minute to get things is because I had to really um, feel things. Like my authority is emotional, like I'm emotional. And so I had to have some type of emotional connection with what I was learning. And so some classes I did very well in and some classes I didn't. It depended on the teacher and how the teacher taught their method and style of teaching. If they could help me to make a connection emotionally, like feel it, then I could get it. If they couldn't, I couldn't. Like English, I loved it because I could feel it. Math, hated it. I couldn't feel it. I couldn't feel the numbers. Until I got into geometry and I had a teacher who helped me to feel it. She was so animated. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. And I loved it. And I was able to feel it. But one of the things about being a um, slow learner was on the other side of that is I, once I got it, I had it. So I didn't forget, like once I learned it, it took me a minute, still takes me a minute to learn things and to integrate with things. But once I get it, I got it. But some people, it they pick it right up. But if you ask them two weeks later, they don't know. <laughs> they have no idea what they learned. So either one that you are is okay. And that's why so we don't want to judge each other because everybody has their own process. And so you have to know your process in order to be able to feel whole. Know your process. Get to know your process. And one of the things and, and how you can do that is to um, pay attention and become aware, self-aware. Self-awareness is key to activating your inner healer as well. I should have put that as one of the three steps because self-awareness is key. You have to be aware of your process. So what I started doing is paying close attention to my process and when things went well and when they didn't go well and what I did when they went well and what I did when things didn't go well. Just paying attention rather than blaming everything everything outside of me like I used to. I used to blame people, places, and things for everything that happened to me. I was like, they did this, they did that. And, And I was miserable. I couldn't heal. 
And so when I met my mentors, I, I went to go to my mentors and they had this massage table in their house. And I used to lay on the massage table. They didn't give me a massage. I did breath work. They did a lot of breath work with me. And so I would lay on the table and look in their ceiling. And in their ceiling, they had um, a, a, a big banner up in their ceiling. And it said, everything begins and ends with me. I will never forget. It was 1996, I believe, when I met my mentors. 1995, 1996. Today, in 2020, I still live by this quote. It is the foundation of everything I do. Everything begins and ends with me. When I learned that, when I learned that is when I really got my life. To take ownership and responsibility of every single thing that was happening in my life. When I learned that, oh, it was so powerful. And it still is. So when you take ownership of it all, you are very self-aware of what's going on in your life. How you're operating. How you're impacting people. Because a lot of people don't even know, not even aware of their impact. They just running them up, treating people any kind of way, being treated any kind of way and not really looking at it, like not taking ownership of everything that's being created. So if you're not taking ownership and you're not self-aware, you're going to be walking around in this miserable state. You'll have high highs and low lows and you'll never feel like you get to be even. Like we're going to have peaks and valleys in life, but we don't have to be on the, on the, you know, monster roller coaster all the time. 24 seven is always something. If we learn what our process is, get clear about our process. And if you don't know how to get clarity or you just can't get clear about it, then get help, get some support. I was saying to um, a friend of mine today, you know, today it's it's we we don't understand how important it is, how 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 much of a gift and how much of a power move it is when you reach out for support. It's a power move. People think it's a weakness. It's not a weakness when you're reaching out for support. That's a power move. Because what you're saying is, I want to get better. I want my life to be better. And I've taken myself as far as I can go with what I know. Now I need to learn more, grow more, develop myself more so I can take myself to the next level. That's a power move. So let me see who's in alignment with my vision, with my dream, with my desire so that I can connect with them, align with them and get my life. That's a power move. That's not a weakness. We have to be very clear. Getting support, asking for help is a power move. We have been misinformed and miseducated. To believe that if we need help, especially black women, especially. You know, we're supposed to be strong black women. Please get out of here with that. If I am strong, wonderful, but I still need support. I still want support. I still honor support. 
as I take ownership for my own life. I'm not talking about support of somebody doing something for me and giving me everything. No, 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 no. That's not kind of support I'm talking about. Because a lot of us, you know, we will pimp the support. Which is why a lot of us are not supported. Because we pimping support. You don't pimp your support. You honor it. You love it. You gift it. You support it. Okay, let's be clear. Let's take a quick break here to warm up our tea. And we're going to come back and sip on some more tea to heal our inner soul. Greetings, beautiful people. This is Camille Talicia, a.k.a. Goddess Cami of The Intentional Goddess. And I am listening to Inner Tea Talk with the beautiful Milani Shani. Thank you for listening to Inner Tea Talk with Milani Shani and sipping on this healing tea for your soul. Please follow and share our podcast so that we can spread our message of global empowerment to everyone. For more information about our mission, products and services, please visit our website at milanishani.com. That's M-A-L-A-N-E-S-H-A-N-I.com. Get your souls ready to sip on this. Okay, so I went off on a tangent as I am known to do, (laughs) but I just wanted to be very clear about this. Okay, so that's the those that's the second step, practice and process. First step, choice. Second step, practice and process. Last step in activating your inner healer is allow. Mm-hmm. This right here is another one that we have issues with allowing, surrendering, and allowing ourselves to be healed. Allowing our inner healer to be activated and to heal us. And sometimes that means we have to be patient, which a lot of us are not. Because when we start to um, uh, start to want to know more about ourselves and get self-aware and, and learn about our process and learn about what we need to do to practice, it's going to take us to be patient because we've been so miseducated and misinformed for so long. Some of us decades, like I'm 53 years old. So I, when I started my work, I was about in my, um, early twenties. And so, you know, it was, it, it, it took a lot for me to begin to release those old belief systems that I held so tightly that were no longer serving me. So sometimes even when we reach out for help and support, we want to still hold on to the thing that we know is not working. It's not working. There was a sign that I saw back in the early 90s and uh, I was in a restaurant and I went in the bathroom and there was a a sign on the wall, a picture on the wall. And uh, the picture said, out beyond right and wrong, there's a field. I'll meet you there. And when I read that, I was like, because I was steeped in right and wrong. Like, you was wrong, I was right. That's where I was back in the 90s. I was like, I'm not trying to hear anybody else tell me, you're wrong, I'm right. 
And so when I read that, it, 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 it traumatized me almost. Because it brought me to an awareness that I didn't have, that there was something different than right and wrong. You know, I grew up in a Baptist church. That's all it was, right and wrong, hell and heaven. That's it. You do wrong, you're going to hell. You do right, you're going to heaven. That's what I knew. That's what had been implanted into my psyche. That was my belief system. That was, was you know, what I live by, right and wrong. Sometimes when we are, you know, um, creating new belief systems, we get traumatized. We get triggered. Because our belief system, the thing that we believe was true, is being challenged. And in that moment, I was very challenged. But I had to allow And surrender because even though I was triggered and traumatized and challenged, it still felt true for me. It felt like out beyond right and wrong, there was a field. And why wasn't I in it? (laughs) Why am I always on some right and wrong, right and wrong, right and wrong? I have seen that tear up so many relationships. It's torn up a lot of my relationships. I've seen it tear up organizations. Because when you're debating and one person has to be right and one person has to be wrong, you, you cannot come to a consensus unless both people surrender and allow. So I had to, it took me a, a minute, but I had to release that. I chose to let go of that, which meant that my journey just began. Because when you choose, then you have to go into the next step, which is practice and process. And that's a journey in itself. So the choice is not going to change. A lot of people say, oh, I had an aha moment. And they think because they had an aha moment, their life is going to change. Uh, that's going to be a no. Now the work begins. Once you have the awareness and the aha moment, then your work begins. Okay? And so now I had to start to practice, you know, which was hard for me. I had to let go of the, I'm right, you're wrong. I had to let it go. And every time I saw it, every time I felt it, every time I became aware of it, because that's what the aha moment does, it makes you aware. And then you choose in the moment that you get aware, you're going to choose whether or not you're going to start your practice in that moment and change your life, or you're going to keep doing what you've always done and get the results you've always gotten. That's the choice in the moment. So I had to begin my practice. And one of the things I came up with a couple of years later was it's about what's working and what's not working for me. It's not about what's right and wrong because we can't agree on that. When you get with some people or when you're doing business, sometimes you can't agree because people have very powerful belief systems. But can we agree on what's working and what's not working? Absolutely. Because there's proof of life in that. You can see that. You can feel that. You, you, you know that if your business is failing, something's not working. And you don't have to be right. You just want to find what's going to work. So I shifted my belief system from I have to be right, you have to be wrong. And if I'm wrong, then that's something wrong with me. I shifted that to what's working and what's not working. 
And now I can shift things very quickly because when I look at it and say it's not working, I'm not looking at like something's wrong with me. I don't have to resist because I'm thinking somebody's telling me something's wrong with me and go through this whole process. All I have to do is say, okay, this is not working. And then I go on the journey. I embark on the journey to find what does work. And this is so powerful when you're activating your inner healer. When you're trying to heal yourself emotionally and mentally, which is what we specialize in here. If something is not working for you, then you find something that does. You go embark upon a journey rather than sit in it and continue to be like, oh, this is not working. I keep getting the same results. Okay, let's do something different. Let's find another practice. Let's find something that resonates because a lot of times it's not that what we're doing is not working. It's just not resonating in the moment. Sometimes we do things that we're not either ready or prepared for, or it's just not the right path, but we're choosing it because we don't know. And sometimes you have to do a trial and error. You know, be with the trial. Don't stay with the error. If you know it's an error, if you know it's not working, then shift yourself. And allow your healing to take place. Allow your belief systems to be challenged. Allow yourself to be traumatized and triggered. You are not a weakling. You are strong and powerful. You have support and love and light. You have a source and creator within you and spirit within you that is powerful. You are protected. And this is what's going to bring you to your peace. This is what's going to activate your healer. Don't be afraid of being traumatized. It's like it's so many people walking around numb because they don't want to feel. I don't want to feel pain. I don't want to feel trauma. I don't want to feel triggered. I don't want to feel challenged. And you're walking around like zombies and your whole life is a challenge. And you have to push and shove and and grind and and do all the things that we talk about. That's not okay. And then your physical health starts to suffer. Mental and emotional, you start to suffer. You have to take pills or, or or do drugs or drink alcohol or, you know, whatever your thing is to overindulge just to make it through the day. Activate your inner healer. Make a choice, practice, process, and then allow the healing to take place in you. It's so important and it's so powerful. But it is your choice, your choice, your life. So I pray that this podcast has inspired you and and helped you in some way. Um, We have a special offer that we want to offer you as a part of our podcast today. Um, 
we have a new series of classes that we just introduced in November and um, it's called Activate You Now 2020 series. And um, right now we're offering a, a class called Heal You. It's a webinar and it's you can take it anywhere, um, anywhere you live in the world, you can take it. Um, it's called Heal You and part of that process is going, um, part of this webinar is going to be activating your inner healer and transmuting old and false belief systems so so you can make better decisions for yourself and for your life. So that's what this class is all about. It's called Heal You 2020. And you can find it on my university at auniversity.com. Again, that's auniversity.com. And what I'm going to do today is I'm offering a 25% discount for anyone who signs up with the promo code from this podcast. Okay, so that promo code is going to be Heal You 2020. And you're going to use the letter U, not the word you. So H-E-A-L-U 2020, one word, is going to be the um, promo code for you to get 25% off this class. Again, it's called Heal You, and this is a class that's going to help you to activate your inner healer. It's only eight weeks, and we're going to do some powerful things in eight weeks. It comes, and you can get a workbook um, with the class and work through the uh, workbook through the eight weeks, and then the workbook will serve as your tool because we believe in making sure that you can integrate with the things that you've learned with us. So your workbook book will serve as a tool for you to take with you to um, begin to integrate with the information that you're learning to make sure that you keep your inner healer activated and you can make good choices, practice, process, and allow. So um, so that's there for, uh, for you. Again, the website that you can go to and the Heal You course should be on the front page. Um, it should be right there um, on the front page and you just click enroll now and then you can read more information about the course and go ahead and register for the course. And then it'll say coupon code or promo code. I don't know which one. And then you'll put in Heal You, H-E-A-L, the letter U, and then you'll get 25% off. All right, Sippers, it's been so amazing being here with you today. Um, if you resonated with this topic and anything that you heard today, please share and follow and help our podcast to grow. Um, feel free also, if you're listening to this on anchor.com, feel free to press the message button up top and go ahead and um, leave us a message and let us know um, your gems from, the, from this episode and what you got from this episode and what you're walking away with. We thank you so much. We'd love to hear from you. Please do share share and follow and help us to grow. Thank you for um, joining us, for sipping on this tea with me today. We hope we put some honey, a little honey and agave in your life today to sweeten up your life. Um, We'll definitely be back next week with a fresh new cup of inner tea for you. And again, um, reach out to me if you'd like um, to touch bases with me. You can email me at innerteatalk at gmail.com. Again, that's innerteatalk at gmail.com. So I am your host with the most, Milani Shani, life coach, self-mastery educator, speaker, and author. You can find my books and any of my products at milanishani.com. That's M-A-L-A-N-E-S-H. A-N-I dot com. Well, thank you so much again, Sippers. We're so excited and delighted that you decided to be with us and spend an hour with us today. We will see you next week. We will heal you next week. We will love you next week. Have a beautiful day. Be blessed and be well.